You're listening to the first episode of Tone. In this edition, we dive into the murky waters of overdrive and fuzz pedals, exploring who played the first fuzz pedal, as well as playing through a Maxon OD808, a Zen Drive, a Jetter Red, a Full Tone Octafuzz, and Exotics BB Preamp. With the exception of the Octafuzz, all examples in this episode were played using a USA Custom Strat with DiMarzio Area Pickup through a 74 Fender Princeton. Before we could even begin talking about overdrive units, we need to go back in time. Because before the overdrive unit came, we had the fuzz box. And here's a pretty interesting story. The original recording of a fuzz tone was actually not a fuzz box. It was, it was done back in 1961 by a Nashville session musician by the name of Grady Martin. We all remember Grady, yeah. He was recording a session for our old pal Marty Robbins doing uh, his big hit, Don't Worry. What happened was they had a problem with their preamplifier, and the sound he was getting out of the guitar was good old fuzz. Check this out. Don't worry about me It's uh, Well, yeah, here's the real recording. And there you go, kids. That's the very first recording of a fuzz tone. So what happened next is close to a year later, the band The Ventures, of course, we all remember The Ventures, heard that recording, and they just thought they got to get some of that stuff. So they had their bud by the name of Red Rhodes, who built and designed the very first fuzz box. It was then used in 1962 for The Ventures' huge hit, 2,000 Pound B. Check this out. Smoking. Yeah, so there you have it. The very first recorded fuzz box. Yeah, and so it continues. In 1964, Dave Davies from the Kinks thought it would be a pretty cool idea to take a little amplifier and plug it directly into a Vox AC30. Well, the sound he got from that was what was used on the recording for You Really Got Me. Pretty cool tone. Check this out. Yeah, you really got me now. And there it is, guys. That's the very, very rare version of You Really Got Me that includes the AC30 blowing up kids it's not a great idea to take the speaker output of one amp and plug it directly into the input of another amp but anyway we know better now right so that brings us to may of 1965 where uh we have keith richards who used the gibson maestro fuzz tone 
to record the Stones' satisfaction. I can't get no. And that's what most people consider to be the first fuzz box that was recorded. But, uh, hey, we learned differently, didn't we? All right, so the, the so the fuzz pedals were sort of the predecessor to overdrive pedals. You know, I again, you know, I wasn't alive during that time. So from what I hear, that's kind of the deal. Maybe Harry can elaborate. <laughs> I, was wait, I was waiting for that to come out. <laughs> oh, I get the first crickets. <laughs> Is that crickets? Yes, sir. Only only the highest tech for you guys. So one of the things that we said that we might talk about was uh, the categories and the design of overdrive pedals, just to break them down. Yeah, well, I mean, what I would say is I think some pedals are more transparent, and, and by that I mean they, they don't really alter the tone as much as other pedals. And there are some pedals that add like a significant mid-push and that's the part of the charm. That's part of what makes them so cool. So I, I think the two categories would be transparent and not transparent. And within that, we have a couple other subcategories like the TS9, TS808 based pedals, and then the more Dumble type sounds and Marshall type sounds. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Was, was the TS9, I mean, obviously that's like one of the, the single most popular pedals. What's what's the predecessor? Is the 808 the first, right, for the Ibanez for the Tube Screamer? Yes, it is. And then the yep. TS9. Yeah, I believe that was 1979. That was actually Maxon was making those pedals under the Ibanez name at that time. Hmm. Right. The Maxon OD 808. <laughs> Isn't that exactly. cool? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a TS-808. But it seems to me that a really large percentage of what's out there is based on that. And even if they say that it's using a different chip or a different diode or whatever, still, I think that was the first overdrive pedal that really had a huge amount of success and is still being used and is sought after. Definitely. Yeah, I've used that pedal for a long time. You know, I've tend to, um, you know, I, like you, I collect a lot of different things, and I've tried a lot of different pedals, and I tend to always go back to that 808 yeah. sound, or some kind of derivative of that, you know, something that's based off of that. I just like the, um, I, I like where it sets in the mid-range, and it just it has more of a smoother type overdrive sound to me mm. for uh, what I do. And that would be part of the category of pedals that have sort of a mid-range boost, right? Definitely. Yeah, I would say so. Definitely, yeah. And the Dumble pedals, when was what's the history of that? What I think really got it going was these guys like Mike Piera, Analog Man, and later Robert Keeley, and, and these guys started modding pedals. And I really, I think it started with that TS9, TS808 kind of mod. And then Mike came out with the King of Tone which is very different than a TS9, but I think at some point it started with it. It definitely doesn't have the mid-push, and it, it comes a little bit closer to that more transparent category. But recently, you get the uh, you know the more Dumble-type clones. Well, maybe that's not the right way to say it, but the Dumble-esque type sounds, like the Zen, which is very, very nice. The Zen Drive. <laughs> ¶¶ 
And I think that has a, a very pronounced mid-range as well. Hmm. Strong, smooth tone. Uh, Brad Jetter came out with his Jetter Red, and that's uh, somewhat similar. The Jetter Red. I think what it really comes down to is everything is subjective. There's so many, so many pedals and so much overlap. Mm. And what really comes into play is on a certain day with a certain guitar in a certain room with a certain amp, one pedal's going to sound better than the next. Which brings yeah. us to our ne next topic. Guitars, amps, environments, and sound. All those things have such a huge uh, impact on what you're going to use. James, you play out all the time. You, do you bring... Uh, you know, multiple pedals to a, to a gig, or do you just bring one and whatever? Oh, usually I have an idea of what the gig is going to be before I go in. So I kind of base what I put in my pedal board on, you know, whatever the gig is. And I also bring, tend to bring different guitars for different gigs, too. Um, if I have to do a gig where I've got to cover a lot of different... Um, styles or you know like a top 40 gig where i've got to cover like pop and rock and disco or maybe a little bit of jazz blues i'll tend to bring um you know i tend to get by with that tube screamer sound a lot you know and there's a couple that i really like that are derivatives of that you know um the exotic bb boost i like that a lot and i like to use i've used full drives in the past and 808s that I've built um, or just kind of modded, like you know, like Harry mentioned, the Analog Man modded pedals. I've used those. So it tends to be something like that and some kind of clean boost pedal, uh, a wah-wah, and maybe a delay pedal, and some kind of, you know, either modulation effect or possibly something that has more of an outside sound. I like the um, full-drive Octafuzz for that, which is basically an Octavia. Hmm, hmm. You can get some kind of outside, almost ring modulator-type sounds or sitar kind of effect. You can get some weird stuff with that. I like that a lot. Is that the one you used on uh, one particular song on your record? You played a melody with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lost in Translation. I used that. And it was doubled with uh, steel pans. This is James Hogan playing a Sir Classic guitar through a full-tone octafuzz into a 73 Marshall Super Lead. Drive yeah, it's based on a Tycho Bray Octavia, which was, again, coming out of the 60s. Uh, it's basically a fuzz, fuzz face type of circuit, but it has an octave up, right. um, especially when you play above the 12th fret with a neck pickup. That, that's but if you don't that, do that... That's the one they yeah, don't, go ahead. They don't make that anymore, I don't think, right? 
I don't know. One of them they discontinued, and is it because it's the germanium thing, or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Germanium transistors. Yeah, I'm not. I'm pretty sure that probably has the germaniums in it. I'm not. You know, again, I don't know all the ins and out of outs of it. I just know it sounds great. So um, I use that one a lot. I've got you know a bunch of other stuff too. I've got boxes of pedals, just like I'm sure you guys do. But I tend to go back to the tube screamer type of vibe and some kind of clean boost, a delay, and maybe a wah wah. And whatever else I feel like grabbing. <laughs> but you might bring multiple overdrives. Like you bring your 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 tube screamer and your uh, BB. Right, right. And if you know, I know I'm gonna do like a Hendrixy type thing that night. Maybe I'll bring a fuzz face. Um, I've got a couple that I built that I'll bring those, or I'll bring um, you know something like that, or a distortion even. You know that. Uh, Fuzz Factory, that's a crazy pedal. Zvex, right? Oh yeah, you can get some insane sounds with that thing. You can dial in all kinds of crazy overtones and um, oscillations and things with that. All right, so we were talking about the BB before. The Exotics BB preamp. <laughs> I also use the BB as well as a tube screamer. Those are the two pedals, overdrives at least, that I've fallen in love with. Um, where would the BB sit in terms of you know transparency, uh, mid boost, all those things? What category do you think uh, you could say the BB would be in? Yeah, that's a good question, Harry. You want to? I I find the BB to be uh, uh, the BB to be significantly less of a, a mid push than like their AC, for instance. I think that's more of their TS9 type pedal. Uh, and that's a nice pedal, too. I really like the way you could dial up the tone on the BB. And I especially like that you could really taper that OD way down and use it as a, a clean boost. It's very nice. You've been listening to Episode 1 of Overdrive Pedals, a tone podcast produced for the Musician's Lab. Don't miss Overdrive Pedals, too, on the musicianslab.com, as well as the iTunes Store. 